oh, dude, you gotta know about this movie. It's a bunch of little fairies fighting Tim Curry. That's who he was? <laughs> oh my god! I was waiting for you to realize! I never recognized Tim Curry unless I can see his face. All I saw was Goopy Fire Skeleton. And, oh god, those flowers look so comfy. And then he cried as if, like, no, that is just a very thick pillowy petal that she laid on. It's like how the way some people who draw furries draw the ears in a way. Huh. The way that they do it makes it look so fluffy. It looks like a literal like cone of fluff. Yeah. Are you playing Minecraft? No. It's Tumblr. Bruh. <laughs> Eyes on the prize, my man. I mean, I could be playing Minecraft. We are in the middle of an episode. <laughs> <laughs> I know. But, like, that's never stopped me from playing Minecraft before. I'm stealing a sip of your coffee, by the way. Bruh. Almost choked on it. That would have been on brand. Steel's drink dies. <laughs> oh, welcome back. I'm Bo. I'm Rat. We actually <laughs> did the intro this we time. We remembered. We remember. Oh, we're watching Fern Gully. Yes. I am so excited. I <laughs> have known of this movie since I was a child, but I never watched it. I think because my parents learned from showing us Pinocchio <laughs> and the Emperor of the Night. And they were just like, let's not subject the children to any more creepy, spooky men made of fire. Which is funny, because, like, this, I do not consider this one any worse than Pinocchio. Like, when you said you kept hearing about how traumatizing that last scene was with I don't Nexus, even know if that was the actual scene that spooked one, people. That's the only one I can think of. And I it, like, never affected me as a yeah. child. Well, I, mean, I This was one of the few movies that my cousins and I would not fight mm-hmm. over. If yeah. Ferngully was on, everyone was sitting down and shutting up. I mean, Pinocchio and the Emperor of the Night didn't traumatize me either that I'm aware of. Yeah. But, like, it's still, like, my sister thinks it's a traumatizing movie, which she's correct about, but it never yeah. bothered me. Yeah, meanwhile, so. Fern Gully just permanently altered my aesthetic preferences as yeah, a child. Yeah, no, I am, the aesthetic is so sexy. I am chasing the high of this movie every time I look for fantasy aesthetics. Oh my god. Like, nothing will ever bring me joy like living in one of those mushrooms could. They put, like, the best of the fantasy special effects and stuff with Australian wildlife and flora. Mm-hmm. And it's all just And animated, it's magical. And it's animated into one of the most beautiful things ever. A lot of the, like, the plants in Australia look like they're from another planet. So the fact that they picked that as a setting for this, uh, I think? Yeah. Yeah, this is in Australia. Well, yeah. It was an like, American-Australian production. Mm, yeah, that's true. That it, it just occurred to me that the dudes didn't have Australian yeah. accents. No, I was... I just, <laughs> that's why I was confused, because, like, they had all the, like, animals and weird trees and stuff that I recognize as being from Australia or New Zealand, but the dudes mm-hmm. had American accents, and I was like, yeah. where are we? Yeah. No, trust me, because, like, literally, it wasn't until this watch-through, this was one of those movies that, as a child, like, we all just watched religiously. Mm-hmm. And this is the first time I realized, oh, this is supposed to be Australian. Yeah. Because, well, like, God, my big cousin and I would get in so much trouble because every time we would watch it, he would be like, all right, okay, Batty song is over. Go over and pr- just press rewind without turning the TV off. Which, as a kid, grandma yelling at us for doing that. I'm like, okay, this is one of those bullshit things that I'm going to find out you're lying about. And then I asked my mom recently, like, okay, was that actually, like, Something to be worried about. And she's like, yeah. If you rewind a VHS tape without turning the TV off, you're going to snap the tape inside of it. There's too much tension on it playing and rewinding. It's yeah. Like, oh, well, I, the tape is still alive to this day, so. Yeah, I did that with um, the intro to one of the Sailor Moon movies mm-hmm. when I was a kid. But they, they never yelled at me about it, but that's because I only did it like a couple times. And then we I was did just it like, every single time. Okay, I got tired of listening to this song over and over for like 20 minutes. So, and let me just forget that this tape exists for yeah. the rest of ever. If, if my cousin Nick and I were watching it, we were <laughs> rewinding it. He was. 
I don't know why I didn't without him, but like he would just he would get up, he would rewind it, and we would watch Robin Williams sing about the animal testing again. <laughs> I there's so many things in this that never fully comprehended. I never fully comprehended that Batty was like a cosmetics testing animal. Yeah, which is weird because like bats. Yeah, they do that on bats. I'm pretty sure they test cosmetics on bats. They're already beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> um well because there there's just so much there is there's just so, so much because i got that so he was a lab animal because yeah. he's got like the antenna on oh, him yeah. but and i'm just like he... oh he's just like a tracking animal but then his whole song is about the trauma of growing up as a lab animal getting tested on and yeah. like quoting commercials yeah for cosmetics oh my god i so just... the human dude could understand the bat yeah, because... What if the bat was actually in the commercials? Oh my god. Because, like, wh- why else would he know what they sound like? <laughs> Unless they were just had, like, the radio playing all the time so he could hear commercials for the stuff they were <laughs> smearing all over his little bat face. We should probably be giving people context of this. Let me pull up yeah the wikipedia description no context because... just beautiful beautiful mm-hmm. brain damaged little creatures because <laughs> like i am for one for once imdb let us down it's imdb uh they're very bad with their descriptions when we yeah. actually need them <laughs> so we've switched Who over thought that the one that we were doing with 10th kingdom where we had to fill in all the <laughs> gaps ourselves and there were so many gaps is still um yeah, we're not even gonna use it for Xena. Yeah. No. 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 You've watched Xena so many times. You are probably a better resource than IMDb anyway. Let us focus on the fairies before the we. The fairies. Go. Yes. <laughs> this is not a Xena moment. This is a Fern Gully moment. Soon. Soon. All right, Krista is a fairy of curious nature who lives in Fern Gully, a picturesque uh, rainforest free from human pollution. The fairies of Fern Gully once lived in harmony with humans, but believed them to have gone extinct after having been driven away by the dark spirit named Hexus. And all of this information is given to us over, like, the most beautiful, uh, illustrative, like, cave paintings. Mm-hmm. That, like, that is, like, besides the mushrooms in this movie, that is always what will stick into my brain Well, the it was most. the first, like, 30 oh, seconds of the movie. It's gorgeous too it is but it's also the first 30 seconds of the movie Mm -hmm. krista is the apprentice of magi a fairy who imprisoned hexus in a tree one day krista explores a new part of the forest and meets batty coda a bat who claims to have been experimented on by humans giving him a manic and deluded personality i wouldn't say it was a claim on account of he had electronics embedded in his yeah. skull he had like one of those um bat trackers that like yeah. signed that's that i think is what confused me as a child cuz he talks about getting experimented on mm-hmm. but he has like the tags that like people tracking and surveying yeah. animal wildlife put on them mhm yeah, Maybe they just yeah. wanted to find one that was, like, visually distinct, and they were just like, oh, this thing that they put on animals to track them? That looks weird and scientific. Let's put that on the little guy. Yeah. Let's glue it to his head. <laughs> That's how they do it, usually. It's yeah. like that. Either that or, like, a, like a band or a collar mm-hmm. or something. But it was heavily implied that it was, like, actually embedded in his yeah. skull, which they don't do with those yeah. trackers they just put it on the outside of the animal mm-hmm. but also this came out in 1992 yeah we didn't even exist yet we don't know how what that kind of animal stuff could have changed yeah maybe I... they did embed them in the skulls of bats back then i don't know <laughs> the one thing to know is he is voiced by robin williams so it's a delight which i also did not know until like you mentioned it yeah just like a few minutes ago I don't know who humans are. <laughs> you don't know voices. I don't know voices or faces, except for Tim Curry. I know his face. Robin Williams is, like, the one actor that I was always able to pick out as a child. I I know the vibe of Robin Williams, <laughs> mm-hmm. but there's a lot of people who play characters who have a similar vibe, and I, yeah. 
I never, like, look up who played mm-hmm. or voiced what character in a show after I'm yeah. done with the thing, so... I never know if it's actually Robin Williams or just some guy that sounds like him. Cheech and Chong are in this movie. Oh, yeah, they are. That is... Of the things that could have weirded me out, for some reason, that's the most. Because I have gotten so used to uh, growing... Because here's the thing. My exposure with Cheech and Chong, it did not start with, oh, yeah, there's Cheech and Chong, those stoner comedians. Mm -hmm. It was... Why is the dude from that 70s show and the uncle from Spy Kids making stoner comedy? Because <laughs> I knew them separately. Spy Kids? Yes! They're, um, they're fake uncle from the first movie. I don't even remember them having a fake uncle, but yeah. I haven't seen the movie since, like, 2006. Oh, my God. So. We're gonna have to watch those sometime. We are gonna have to, because they are... Oh. They, they go unapologetically hard. Mm-hmm. Man, I this is so aside from the point, but I I don't care what anyone says about the third movie. Nothing will compare to seeing that in theaters. Oh, I wish I could have seen Spy Kids in theaters. Oh my god, dude. I, Spy Kids 3 in theaters with the 3D glasses. Uh, I remember seeing ads oh, for that, but like... It was so fun. That was like one of my first experiences with the 3D. And listen... I have watched the movie since. I still think it's good. I still enjoy it. It, It's fun. My first experience with 3D was fucking Avatar. (laughs) And I couldn't even watch it in 3D with, like, the glasses on because I wear glasses and it was making my brain explode trying to wear the shitty movie theater one-size-fits-all 3D glasses. My dad couldn't watch it either with, yeah. with, like, the glasses on, so we had to watch the weird, blurry, fuzzy, meant-for-3D glasses <laughs> version without the 3D glasses. Rip. It, it sucked. Oh. Let's get back on track yeah. from Avatar to Fairy Avatar. Nobody cares about Avatar. Just Fairy Avatar. As we say, talking about the pretty much the 90s version, they're all within the yeah. same genre of... Let's use magic creature as stand-in for indigenous peoples and have the one token American. <laughs> the one token American. Accent included. Yeah. Because, oh, Zach. But then again, the fairies didn't have Australian accents either. No, nobody did. And they were also all white. <laughs> they were also all white, yeah. Except for the ones that didn't actually look like people. Yeah, and even then, they were just a weird gray beige. Yeah, they weren't most even of them were like, like bugs. Uh, yeah, they're mostly, they're more bug-themed, which gets back to what I forgot to mention, which is that Cheech and Cheech... Cheech Cheech and Chong. You did your best. It's not good for my stutter. Cheech the one Chong. time my stutter comes out. Haha, <laughs> is the one thing that I have no problem saying. <laughs> Get wrecked. Um, we complete each other, bro. But Cheech and Chong uh, play like fairy biker gang dudes. And they're bugs, right? No, they no? the bugs don't talk. Oh. They just have friends that don't talk. Because oh. there's like five of the bikers and pretty much only two of them talk and it's hmm. Cheech and Chong. Interesting. And then, well, no, the little tiny one that's like in the shell, he squeaks. Yeah. <coughs> he quote unquote talks. Yeah. <laughs> He's the autistic member of the biker gang. Yeah. Oh yeah. The fairies refuse to believe what Batty, except for Krista, who volunteers to investigate the situation. She meets Zach. A young lumberjack f- <laughs> whom Krista accidentally shrinks when she tries to save him from being crushed by a falling tree. Which, to be fair, she does. But throughout the movie, this man ends up with so much head trauma. Like, he keeps getting, like, dropped off things and bounced around. And he doesn't seem to be hurt by it, but, like... Yeah. And she also doesn't know how to bring him back to normal size. She doesn't. She tries, and it's... If it wasn't animated, that sequence would be pure body horror. Oh, yeah, absolutely. She, like, she tries to make him a human-sized human and instead ends up just making him look like a vague approximation of different kinds of animals. Yeah, like, there's the elephant, there's a duck, there's a And not even in a furry way. No, like, human mangled into that form. Like, in a reverse furry way. Like, an animal wearing a human skin suit. Kind of way. Why would you put it that way? Because that's what it was. 
Oh, God. Zack initially uh, believes Krista to be hostile, but gains her trust when she saves him from a hungry yeah, go- Goanna? Go- what? I What is that? Oh, it's a type of lizard. Yeah, okay. the big I, purple lizard. I didn't actually know what a Goanna is. I've never seen that species written out. I do yeah. love the Goanna scene. Oh, Especially yeah. where he's literally just like, okay, fine. I'll spit them out, but only because it's you, Krista. <laughs> <laughs> Krista puts a whole new twist on Manic Pixie Dream Girl. She really does! Oh my god. Oh, uh, and also, when she and Zach are introduced to each other, oh, she yeah. picks his pockets a little <laughs> bit. She finds his his pocket knife mm-hmm. and is looking at, like, the pictures in his wallet. He's a dog He's dad. He's a dog dad. He has pictures it's, of dogs in yeah, his wallet. Yeah, because he has, like... If they do that old gag where, like, they open the wallet and, like, the roll of photos unfurls. Mm-hmm. And, like, I, we only see one of them. And the top one is <laughs> is Zach with his two whittle dogs. Or two whittle dogs. <laughs> whittle and all dogs. three of them have a bone in their mouth. Yeah, it's so cute. And it's like, that's... <laughs> Zach is a dog dad! Zach is a dog dad! But he comes to consciousness with this weird fairy <laughs> chick holding his knife and in his, his face. And his wallet. <laughs> and so he thinks he's being mugged. It's so cute. And then he tries to stab the bat, who is now taller mm-hmm. than him. It's... God. They don't oh, like and, each other, and it's hilarious. Yeah. And, like, all the while, well, the shenanigans are happening with Zack and Krista before he's turned. He's out there marking trees to be cut down for a lumber company. Yep. And there's a leveler going through right now, and Krista thinks it's a monster. He's Which, acting like she's fair, crazy. Levelers are scary. Yeah, but all through Maybe. that, he ends up finding the tree that Hexus is bound in. That Magi, Maggie, Magi. I I don't remember how to say her name. Magi. I Magi. Think is how they were yeah, saying Magi. It. Somewhere between Magi, Magi and Maggie. Yeah, Magi. Magi. I don't fucking know. Um. But yeah, they they find the tree, and while he's trying to spray a bug with his spray paint, he accidentally marks Hexus's tree to be cut down. Yep. Which, so. I mean, I don't know why they would need to include mm-hmm. that, him trying to spray a bug on account of that's literally why he was there, to mark trees to be yeah. cut down, like... I'm pretty sure there's, like, regulations on which yeah. ones they can and can't, and, and that's why they're marking them. Yeah, and that one was absolutely, like... <laughs> That one, the shape of that yeah. tree, it looked like Everything, one of those, like, 3,000-year-old yeah. trees. Yeah, so. but also, I wouldn't be surprised if they would cut it down anyways. Oh, yeah, no, they definitely would. There's yeah. a reason why, like, the, the people who know who, th- or, like, the people who know which tree is the world's oldest yeah. tree, yeah. don't tell anybody. Yeah. Because they don't want anybody to go fuck with the tree just because yeah. it's the world's oldest tree. Yeah. Uh, but when it gets cut down... Hexus begins to regain his power by feeding on the pollution from the uh, leveler. Mm -hmm. And, like, this whole time we're being told by Magi, like, oh, that smoke over there's no problem, Krista. It's fine. There's no pollution here. And then, like, as soon as Krista will go, Magi just starts having a panic attack because, oh, Hexus is back. Oh, beans. Oh, And she, like, she bends the trees like Moses splitting the sea. To get a good Hardcore. look at what's going on over there. It, oh. it was kind of scary. Like, yeah. That, I, I can see that spooking a couple children. Yeah, well, because also. At that, scene. that was like, she parted yeah. the trees, like the whole jungle. And then you just see the ominous smoke. You can just see the ominous smoke way <sighs> off in the distance, which she has made a perfectly clear path to see mm. through the whole ass mm-hmm. rainforest. Yeah. And Hexus uh, ends up manipulating Tony and Ralph, the supervisors uh, that are running the leveler. He just goes over the intercom and tells them, you guys have to get over to Fern Gully. And they're like, oh, we can't do that. That's too far. I'm sitting here like, it seems like it's only an hour away, but fine. Yeah, literally Um, like the tiny man (laughs) and fairy made it there. Yeah. Like, surely it's not that far away. But also, this movie's only, like, an hour 15. Yeah. So, it it, it felt so much longer as a kid. But, of course, it did. Time was... uh, Time is fake. Yeah. Um, And they're just like, oh, we don't get any breaks. We have to do this. But you know what? We're gonna get buco overtime. It's like, what the f***, dude? They just told you you don't get any breaks. Just walk off. 
Literally. They are brave. (laughs) Caricatures of human greed is what these men are, not real people. If somebody told me that I was doing overtime with no breaks, I'd say, uh, fuck you, my ass, and then I would leave. That doesn't make the fat phobia with them any better. Oh, yeah, no. literally, the only time you see them, the fat one is eating. Oh, yeah, the fat one is eating. And he's also the one who's just like, oh, mega overtime with no breaks? Yeah, let's do this. It's like this. Mm. Weird. Yeah. Also, I really, like, I want to know how that conversation is going to go with their actual boss. Yeah. When, like, because this monster is in their machine telling them to do this. What do you think is going to happen when they go to their boss, like, okay, we did all that overtime, and the boss was like, what overtime? Yeah. Like, why did you, why did you level... Why a place you, that wasn't on. Why did you go to Ferngoli? We yeah. didn't tell you to go there. Yeah. Where of is course, our leveler? Yeah. <laughs> we'll get to that. We'll get to where the leveler is, because we know where the leveler is. Woo! But, yeah, no, at the end, they actually, like, see that it was mm. not, like, them being told by yeah. a person to do something, yeah. but told by a f***ed up elemental, but... Mm-hmm. Like, that just... Mm, I... I would love to be a fly on the wall for that conversation. Yeah. Um, they end up going back to Ferngully, and we get this whole sequence with, like, him meeting Pips, who's voiced by Christian Slater. Um, <laughs> oh, is that what his name was? Yeah. The interviewer from Interview with the Vampire. Yeah, but, like, I didn't know that was the name of the character. No, Pips. What? Yeah. Yeah, Pips. Yeah. He's the guy. I didn't know that was his name. Okay. It sounded like you were talking about Christian no, Slater. No, I know who- Okay. I, I'm sorry. I actually don't really know who Christian Slater is because I don't know who people are. The only reason I know who you are is because I see you so often, dude. I just have such a hard time with that. <laughs> oh, God. But yeah, there's this whole weird, vague love triangle with Pips and Krista and Zach. But it's yeah. it's an hour-long kids movie, so it's only vague. Yeah. But like... It's kind of weird. Yeah. Kind of weird. Like, yeah. it's already implied that, like, Pip and Krista were, like, in a relationship. Or they at least liked each other. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. That gave me very kids movie referencing mm-hmm. to the fact that these people have been in a relationship for, yeah. like, a while. Yeah. And then this random dude shows up. Also, like, the entire time, all these fairies were like, what is that? To this dude who literally looks exactly like them, except he doesn't have wings and he's yeah. wearing shoes. Yeah. It's like, That's literally the only distinction. Like, he looks exactly like... He and Pip are drawn, like, with almost the exact same face shape. Mm-hmm. Like, if it weren't for the hair color, I could easily mistake one for the other. Yeah. And, like, they end up having... Uh, Krista and Zach, they end up having, like, the most gorgeous night out together throughout the forest with, like, all of these glowing mushrooms and they're running through these and caves. The glowworm caves in oh. Australia. Or, <clears throat> yeah, this New is, Zealand. Yeah. Yeah. The, I think the, they're in Australia, too. Yeah. I mean, that general area just has all sorts of stuff. It's just gorgeous. The, There's a reason so much is filmed in New Zealand. It's because it's pretty! And they got glowworm caves. Oh my god. When I first found out about those when I was in like fifth grade, I was just like, what? Yeah. Oh my god. But yeah, after this whole big romantic thing, eventually Zach starts to see like exactly how bad the deforestation is affecting the smaller ecosystem Mm -hmm. and finally admits to everyone it's the humans. Humans are back. Humans are polluting everything. They're fucking everything up. Nah. They're killing your forest. And they're gonna kill you too. The fairies mount an attempt to defend their homes. Knowing their fight is uh, hopeless, Zack convinces Batty to aid him in stopping the machine before it destroys them. Oh yeah, because there's the whole swirly tree thing. Yeah, they, they basically can... encase themselves in a mm-hmm. giant tree to protect themselves yeah. from the the the, the, big the leveler. Nest. Yeah. yeah. But, like, that scene reminds me of the Junji Ito manga. The uh, Uzumaki? Yeah, it reminds me of Uzumaki. So I saw that and my skin started crawling a little bit. Oh, meanwhile, that's, like, my one of my favorite scenes. Yeah, maybe it's just Uh, because I read Uzumaki before I saw Ferngully. Yeah, because as a kid, I always found that scene where, like, all the fairies collect in the grove Mm -hmm. and Magi, yeah, starts to weave the trees together. I just always... 
always found that so magical and heartbreaking because then she's like, Krista, no, you know everything I've needed to teach you. (laughs) And then just fades away and gives a little bit of her magic to everyone. I almost cried. Ah, I love Magi. Yes. She's just, oh, sweet old woman. Sweet old woman. And I love all the glowing seeds. Zack gets one of the little sparks yeah, of magic, does. too. And he glows a little bit. Yeah. He has powers now. <laughs> the power of being a normal human being and not a caricature <laughs> of human greed. Yeah. Okay. Uh, when Zack makes his presence known uh, to his supervisors, Hexus takes over the machine and begins to wildly destroy the forest. Well, Zack is tiny, by the way. Oh, he yeah. He gets smacked on their window, and then they see him, and they're like, What? Yeah. Uh, Magi sacrifices herself to give the fairies a chance and tells Krista to remember everything she's learned. Zack manages to stop the machine, depriving Hexus of the source of his power, but he manifests himself within the oil of the machine and begins to ignite the forest ablaze. And he looks like a World of Warcraft oh rain my boss. God. He's a yeah. giant okay. skeleton with fire in his ribcage and a cloak of goo. Because, like, okay, here's the progression of Hexus. He gets out the tree, he's processed in the leveler. He's just a little goopy guy. Yeah, and you get this, like, goo beast that's going around and is uh, just like, ooh, delectable pollution. Look at all of this. And then he does Mm -hmm. the, like... I should have recognized. He was... He was doing a Grinch voice. I know. I literally... Well, because they distorted his voice. Well, yeah, but, like, he was... He was... Talking the same way as he did when he was playing the Grinch. Hmm? Who do you think played the Grinch? I don't know. I think which, I'm wrong. Which, which version are you talking about right now? Which... The way you're responding to this, I'm going to guess that he never actually played a Grinch. Did he? Are you talking about live action? Yes. Who played that Grinch? Jim Carrey. Hmm. <laughs> I'm surprised I didn't say that then, but I didn't know the name of the guy. Oh, bro. Look, I'm fighting for my life, okay? I love you so much. I'm doing my best. I know. I may be stupid. <laughs> Liz, I love you, dude. I but, I love you. I'm sorry. You get so weird about it. This is the reason why I couldn't tell who he was. I... Because <laughs> I can't tell who played who because yeah. I never look it up so I think I know. And is then this there's... the same voice as this or is this the same voice or are these actually all yeah. the same person and then there's me I'm... who was raised by the TV so I can tell yeah. the tiniest difference not having cable as a kid made us either. very dis- different people well I didn't have cable either I just pirated shit yeah but I lived in Alaska yeah <laughs> the Alaska TV kid versus <laughs> the city TV kid yeah we didn't have city TV. We had, like, Fox and PBS Kids, and that was it. Meanwhile, I had PBS Kids and WB and UPN. I, I'm not familiar with either of the, the last two channels that you... That's literally why we're doing this show. I, I need to call myself because I'm immediate... Call yourself. My immediate reaction is you're going to watch Charmed, you're going to watch Smallville, you're going to watch uh, all of it, you're going to watch uh, yeah, Seventh Heaven, we're going to watch everything. I've never watched any of those because I've never yeah. had those channels. But, like, that's also the point of this show because, lit- uh, huh, I have so many feelings. I do got to know, and that's why I'm here, sitting on your couch <laughs> while you're clutching the table with a death grip over it. I hate CW so much. For reference, um, CW was birthed by the merger of UPN and WB. And they ruined everything. I don't know what any of that means. I don't know you what will. that means. WB um, was the Warner Brothers oh, TV channel that had, yeah, that had Buffy, Charmed, uh, Smallville, Birds of Prey. It had all my favorites. Hmm. Then there was UPN that had crap like um, 10 Things I Hate About You. Was that 10 Things I Hate About You? Don't God, ask what me. was the Amanda Bynes one? She played like the weird little sister in a show that I'm blanking on. Was that Amanda Bynes? God, I The only Amanda Bynes content that I know of is from when she was on, was it Nickelodeon or the Mm -hmm. Disney Channel? Nickelodeon. Yeah. But that's like the only Amanda Bynes that I know of. Uh Uh-huh. Because again, we either didn't have those channels or I didn't know that there was stuff on them that I might care to watch. What I like about you, that's what it Mm. was. Not 
uh, 10 Things I Hate About You. That <laughs> Literally the exact opposite, bro. You can see why I got them confused, Yeah. Though. Yeah, it was, like, about her um, living with her conservative older sister in New York. God, I forgot. Wow, I'm reading the description. There's so much. We'll get to that. <laughs> we will get back to this. We're talking about Fern Gully. We're talking about Fern Gully? We never said it was for your birthday. Yeah, we never did. <laughs> it's my birthday. Yeah, we're recording. This is your birthday movie. Wee. You chose Fern Gully. We're so bad at this. We are really bad at this. But you know what? We are both ADHD as hell. We're both just trying our best. We, we are trying our best. Our best may not be very good, but at least we're trying. Oh, uh, and you say we don't need to be medicated. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we do, just not with the medication that I was on. Yeah, get your medical records. We'll we'll go have these on a talk. <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh, here, let me bust up my medical records. Unfolds a scroll, and you're gonna hear it unraveling down the hallway. I'm I, I'm pretty sure I've seen raid bosses in WoW that literally look like this dude. Yeah. Like, they might have even been inspired by him, God, because I know yeah. that WoW has, like, a lot of references mm -hmm. to, like, old movies and books yeah. and stuff. Because, like, after he's the goo monster manipulating everyone, he starts feeding on all of the smoke, and he starts turning into, like, this smoke Gaston. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that, yeah. That is the only way I can describe and his smoke And it's very accurate. Form. Yeah. Okay. Oh, and he sings Toxic Love. The best villain song ever. What was I gonna say? Oh, yeah. I like how you keep saying he manipulated those dudes into <laughs> it, even though he literally just poked his head in their speaker like, hey, do this. And they're like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and after, like, the machine gets turned off because little tiny Zack, their sizes keep varying, and that is so confusing as an adult watching it because at first I'm like, okay, so they're, like, the size of a thumb. And then it's like, oh, they might, like... Be able to stand in your palm. And then yeah. it's like, they're smaller than a key? Yeah. And also, the bat. Yeah. Like, what kind of bat fruit is bat. that? He's fruit a fruit bat. bat. Oh. Well, in that case, they should be a lot bigger than a key. Yeah. Um, and because Zack uh, manages to use his tiny, constantly changing buddy to turn a key. That was as big as him. How'd he even carry it? It was Bigger than him. It was already in. Oh, oh, doy. Yeah, it was already in. It. Oh my god, have you, you just... ever tried to turn a key in one of those mechanical, like, <laughs> like engine locks? Yeah, it's like, you could not do that if you were the size no. of that key. Mm -mm. Maybe mm -mm. it was the power of nature in his soul. <laughs> like, gave him the power to turn that big-ass key. Oh my god. Uh, Krista sacrifices her so Oh yeah. After that all happens, he turns into the big uh, gooey skeleton with the cloak and the yeah. fire chest. Um, Krista oh. sacrifices herself by allowing herself to be devoured by Hexus. By, after, she literally just yeah. flies into his mouth. like After grabbing a seed from what looks like a fig. Yeah. I wouldn't even call it um, devouring. He, yeah. he may or may not have even noticed she went in his mouth. Like, yeah. Just like, Is that hair or something? Yeah. Uh, but as all hope looks lost... Vines start growing off him. Which, Ooh. this is a scene that I think the people who were talking about being traumatized by by this movie were talking about. Yeah. Because, like, vines growing out of your body is kind of spooky, but he keeps mm -hmm. ripping them off, and mm -hmm. then they keep growing back. Yeah. And then all the fairies show up, and they encourage the vines to grow <laughs> with their magic yeah. into... This giant tree. Yeah, because all which, the fairies do, that's established, is help nature grow. Yeah, that's, and so they do, right yeah. out of this dude's body. Yeah, <laughs> and, and he they gets, trap him. He, they trap him, and he gets turned into a tree again, but a oh, bigger tree, yeah. growing out of and mm -hmm. consuming the leveler, which is shown to be, like, the size of a house. Yeah. Actually, I'm, I want to look up what a leveler actually looks like in yeah. real, because I've never seen one. To my knowledge, and I don't know how big they actually yeah. are. And this one is like, oof. The way they draw it, it looks probably bigger than a two-story building. Yeah. Like, they it's draw terrifying. it absolutely enormous. Absolutely terrifying. Um, but then it bursts with blooms, and from the most pillowy, comfortable-looking flower, Krista appears. And, ah. Uh, God, those flowers look so comfy. Because they are drawn in a way where, like, I would expect that to just be concave. 
But then they draw it as if, like, no, that is just a very thick, pillowy petal that she's laid on. Like, that shit looks so comfy. It's like... It's like how the way some people who draw furries draw the ears in a way that, like, it's a very flat style of drawing, uh-huh. but the way that they do it makes it look so fluffy. It looks like a literal, mm-hmm. like, cone of fluff. Yeah. Except they did that with flower petals somehow. Mm-hmm. Even the flower petals don't have her. Forestry It's machines. a very uh, familiar style from that era of animation. These are not what was that what was being used in the movie. Here's the Fern Gully wiki. Oh, <laughs> actually, maybe that will tell me what kind of thing this actually was. It's a large All mobile right. lumber harvester acting as a mobile lumber mill. Hmm. Is that like a real thing? I don't think so. Watching this again as an adult, it doesn't feel as plausible as it did when I was a kid. Yeah, these don't look like... Hmm. Huh. Yeah, I'm not seeing anything even remotely large enough to be, like, the size of the house. It's all, like, the big, um... Mm -hmm. The the big things for picking up the, uh, logs. Mm Mm-hmm. But... Okay, I was looking up the biggest logging machines because <laughs> big brain moment, and one of the th- the um, the images in Google searches is this book, uh, a children's ebook. It just says logging, fun to read for kids, oh. and I think that is the exact opposite message of the <laughs> one that we've been exposed to today. Yep. And how ironic that it's an Amazon ebook. Because <laughs> mm. Ferngully, another in the long line of, remember kids, the environment's important. We're not going to do anything about it, but remember. Remember. I remember. The, the world remember is burning, children. <laughs> Hang on. Because, yeah, and it ends with Krista just begging. Zack to remember what he's seen because he's decided he can't stay with them. He does need to get big again and go become an activist for the environment. And he does. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that the big machine doesn't actually exist. First of all, a leveler? Mm Mm-hmm. I couldn't actually find any actual machines. I'm sure they exist for logging, but, like, I was not finding levelers. I, I don't know anything about logging. Levelers. Whole tree drum chipper. Yeah, even this thing, like, it's big. Yeah. You like this? Yeah, no. The, the, That's close. It's but like the not... wood chipper part yeah. of it, but like the wood chipper part yeah. was also like shaving them into logs mm-hmm. in the machine as they were being yeah. cut. Because it was like a whole lumber mill processing it plant. It was an entire thing. Like, like the it whole wasn't, kit and caboodle. Like it wasn't just cutting down and collecting them. It was processing them into planks. Yeah, it was processing them into planks in a very... Very Willy Wonka. Very Willy Wonka, yes. Yeah. Because looking at it as an adult, as a kid, I'm like, oh yeah, that's totally what those are like. And now looking at it as an adult, I'm sitting it's there like, like what, what is, is what is the logic behind how this internally works? Also, one of the scenes where it like shot the planks onto like a yeah. hook claw thing yeah. and they all stacked perfectly and they were like lopsided, mm-hmm. but they didn't tip over. God. I call bullshit. If only technology worked that easily. Yeah. That would make life so much easier. It would. But yeah, it ends with Zack deciding to get big again, and Chris's magic actually works and doesn't turn him into a bunch of animals in people suits. It doesn't turn him into a body <laughs> horror. It turns him into a guy. And he like he saves Batty one last time, mm. and they uh, presumably go off to become environmental activists. There is a sequel. I have not watched it. I will not watch it. I don't want to I don't watch care. it. I, I just don't care enough. I might click on the wiki link. Mm, see if there's any dreadful plot lines in the summary. <clears throat> let, let, us, let us just take a peek. Let's get a spoiler because we're never going to watch it. Spoiler alert for the Fern Gully sequel. Fern Gully 2, The Magical Rescue. Oh no. <laughs> this came out in... Ba, ba, ba. Ooh, the cover art is so much worse. Oh, let me see. Let me see. <laughs> yeah. Um, I do like 
oh, no, that's not a new outfit. That's just weird coloring. Yeah, no, that cover art is, like, crazy super saturated. Okay, this came out in 1998, so this came out when we were two. When we existed. Yeah. Cool. So, it went from, like, several years before we were even a concept (laughs) to we're learning how to make concepts. Yeah. (laughs) We are learning how to conceptualize. Let's see. Uh, Krista taking care of this baby animals. This franchise would have been in elementary school. Yeah. When the second movie came out. Uh, Greta Control Over Nature. She and Pip have a contest. Um, now Pip is the one that wants to see more of the outside world. Oh no. Coda arrives. Um, there's poachers. There's dogs. They capture the baby animals. I'm yep. getting... Oh, they... Alpha and Omega 2 vibes yeah, from this. Destroy a huge part of the forest, uh, oh, yeah. scaring Mother Kangaroo. Oh, yeah. The Beetle Boys. Beetle Boys. Um, those are the biker dudes. They follow them into town, because apparently now there's a town within... Oh, no. Um, rescue the baby animals. The gang goes to the big city. Uh, trying to heal the forest while they're gone. The gang should never go to the oh. big city. <laughs> Krista finds and helps one of the poacher's dogs. She calls him Boof. 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 What does Boof look like? I don't know. There's no Boof? photo. But Sad. he was abandoned and caught in a trap. Uh-huh. Uh, she Pretty takes good. him into town. They meet a girl. Uh, there's clowns. There's an a animal girl shelter. Like a fairy-sized girl. I'm guessing a human girl. I. That's the only thing I can think. Yeah. Um... Did she get shrunk by accident, too? (laughs) I don't think so. They shrink her to save her from a falling beam on a construction site. (laughs) There's a circus. There's clowns. They go to a warehouse. (laughs) Oh, there's clowns, all right. Uh, The the little girl's grandpa is... I think he's the bad guy. Oh, fun. I don't know. I am skimming this because what is going on? Everything <laughs> happens so much in the sequel. Yeah, it gives me yeah. Alpha and Omega 2 vibes. Yeah, and, like, they, they say... I mean, I'm also just, like, skimming it. It really doesn't seem like there is that much going on beyond... Yeah. They have to save some three baby animals, and they go into a town that suddenly, within a realistic distance of the forest, and now there's a human companion who's not shrunk. Yeah. It, it's it's reminding me of that one Tinkerbell movie. I love honestly. how this town magically appears, even though, like, in the first movie, they're talking about how humans have been extinct. Yeah. They've like, never seen humans. They're, they're pretty sure that after they got driven out by Hexus, they went extinct. Yeah. Mm. And considering that it was not hard for Krista to find the humans the first time. Yeah. Like, you'd think all she'd have to do is fly up and look around again. But also, like, it literally opens with them saying, like, you're not supposed to go above the canopy. Yeah. Because she gets attacked by a bird. Yeah, but she went up there anyway. Yeah. I'm sure she's not the only fairy in this realm. They make it out like it is. Yeah. Because they really make it out like something they're forbidden to do. Yeah. So, of course, our quirky female protagonist is going to go do it. The literal manic pixie dream girl. <laughs> Her hair is a normal color, but that's the only thing. Oh, there so. are plenty of manic pixie gr- dream girls with normal hair color. It's just the Ramona Flowers uh, confirmation bias. <laughs> uh, Ramona Flowers is an outlier and should not have been counted. <laughs> Ramona Flowers is a statistical anomaly within uh, the Manic Pixie Dream Girl community. Uh, fuck, I guess that means I'm not safe. <laughs> I'll never be safe. No, you won't. It is your destiny as a Manic Pixie Dream Girl. At least I already have a really normal guy boyfriend. Yeah. So now all the other really normal guys <clears throat> who want to be Scott Pilgrim um, can leave me alone. <laughs> Oh my god. Bro, you don't uh, understand. You don't understand. What don't I understand? Being the Ramona Flowers to all these <laughs> wannabe Scott Pilgrims, bro! <laughs> oh my god. She's... 
Krista is so quirky. She is. I love Krista. Also, like, there's a certain je ne sais quoi to the way they animate faces making expressions in this. Yes. And only some of it is in a good way. Like, a lot of it gives me Pinocchio and the Emperor of the Night vibes, where in some sections of the face moving, they look absolutely stoned off their ass. That's literally just because they were movies made within five years of each other, bro. I know, but, like, the way the, <laughs> the way the faces look sometimes. They're of the same era. I know, but, like, the way their faces look, like, oh, so many times I looked up at the screen to see a transitional face that just looked absolutely f- wasted. Just lost in the sauce. <laughs> Zach's dad absolutely owns the logging company. Oh, absolutely. Nepotism baby. Mm-hmm. That yeah. is a nepotism baby. That is how Definitely. he got the summer job. That is yeah. why his managers are complaining about him so Coming much. Coming up with lore for our new OC. <laughs> <laughs> but also, it's Fashion. Australia. Oh, he's probably an international student. Saxon, ah. we're just going to create a whole backstory for him now we're... because we don't get them. He's our OC now. Yeah. He- <laughs> <laughs> original character did not steal. <laughs> this is my original character, Zach. It is spelled Z A C K. <laughs> this do is, not steal. This is my Blorbo. <laughs> He's gonna- a white guy who works in logging as a summer job. <laughs> Don't you dare copy him. <laughs> <laughs> Just an international student trying to make it in the world. Yeah. Krista doesn't really have any backstory, too. The she most, has no the backstory. Mo- the most backstory we get for her is that she is training with Magi and she has a dad. Yeah, that's it. And, like, as a kid, I swore that, that's like, her only... dad was the leader of them or something. But well, that's because I realized... he looks like the kind of character yeah. that would be, like, he's, the village leader. He's, like, um, he's very Trident-esque. Yeah, yeah. He's, like, Trident but less buff. Yeah, he's like the goofy little trident yeah. character, he's like um, the, or the Sultan. He's like from the little Aladdin. man version. Yeah, of he's trident. he's in the same line as like the Sultan and uh, yeah from Aladdin. Yeah, he looks like the Sultan. Yeah, actually, no, he looks just like him. Yeah, except white. Except white. The, and I still a fairy. don't get. I still don't get watching this and now having the context of an adult that it's taking place. In Australia, with what is a stand-in for the Aboriginal people. And I'm just sitting here, like... Because I didn't want you to know that they were a stand-in for the Aboriginal people, probably. I mean, literally. Because that's that's the whole thing with, like, this genre of it. Because it's like, I love this movie. But also, as an adult, there I can't... They're remove. all they're all white people with yeah. American accents. Yeah, and the, it's just oh. even though everything else about the movie is blatantly Australian. Yeah, everything from the wildlife like, to the plants. It's it's just it's dances with wolves, but it's dances with fairies. <laughs> I don't understand that reference. Be lucky you didn't have a grandpa obsessed with westerns and. That was, like, his favorite movie when I was a kid. I hate that movie. Oh, is that why you hate westerns? Yeah. Oh, my God, dude. Yeah. My, because my grandpa. I knew your grandpa subjected you to westerns, but I didn't think it was, like, one in particular. But it's No, there was a lot. Oh. That's just the one that stuck out because that was his, like, favorite movie of all time. But he loved all westerns. And he made me watch them with him. I... That's how to give a child an interest in pistols. <laughs> Which is funny, because, like, literally... Yeah, motherfucker! There's so much about it where I'm sitting here, like, this is the man who spoiled me so much as a child that, like... Because, like, up to a certain age, I was, like, legitimately, like, a little rat spoiled. He was um, making up for the fact that he had to... <laughs> that, that he made you watch so many yeah. westerns. Um, and... But also, I was his only grandkid. Yeah, true. Um, and that's what grandparents are supposed to do. Yeah. Spoil their grandkids rotten. Yeah, because no, he literally bought me. I still own every single VHS tape he bought me. Mm-hmm. He bought me, like, all my favorite movies, or what mm-hmm. are now my favorite movies. Yeah. And, like... 
the one and thing. And then he gave you your least favorite <laughs> movies, too. Grandpa giveth oh, and Grandpa continue I to know. giveth. And that's the thing, where I'm just sitting here like, you know my exact taste in movies. You, you got me all this. <laughs> but you're gonna make me watch Davy Crockett again? <laughs> you know what I like! Are you doing this on purpose? Why? Why? That sounds dreadful. Oh my god. I can still remember that final scene in such detail. I hate it. I hate it so much. Nice. I hate it. Bro. I never want to see Clint Eastwood's face again. <laughs> bro. I hate it. I know you do, bro. I hate it. You're I having don't... a physical reaction to the mere thought of having to watch all those westerns. <laughs> you are like slowly Ugh. wolfing out a little bit. Your hair's getting messier. Like it's I'm escaping like, from I your little ponytail. Up. I am so angry right now. I know, bro. I, I know. Have... <laughs> I have so many feelings about westerns. Let's talk about how the only character in this with any backstory was the bat. Oh, yeah. He is the only character who has any backstory. Yeah. Krista's dad is the only parent mm. mentioned here. Yeah. We never see anyone else's parents. Mm -hmm. It's just Krista's dad. But, yeah, no, the only one with any actual canon backstory, like, stated... It's Batty. It, Batty. Yeah. And even then, it is, like, really just for comedic effect. Yeah. And that's horrifying as an adult. The lizard, though, had mm. a lot of characterization put yeah. into the one song where he existed on screen. And it was just him trying to eat Zach. It was just him <laughs> trying to eat Zach, but there was so much character in that little, like, short oh song. God. How long yeah. was it? Like, two minutes at Maybe. most? Maybe. Maybe. And, like, they put so much character into that one guy who was just trying to eat yeah. one of the protag coons. Imagine if that lizard had been one of the gang, like, one of the core gang characters. I could imagine them riding him gang. into battle. Yeah! He was big. They yeah. could have ridden him into battle. And he has a past with Krista. Like, literally, the only reason he doesn't uh, eat, eat Zach, Zach is because she knows him. Yeah, and he's just like, well, I guess you owe me free dinner now. He's <laughs> like, okay. And he's like, they're buddies! They Those are, are friends. friends! Let him be part of the story! Next time on You Got to Know... Which I will say the display. The container thing. is massive. And it's the all container floral. is like a foot and a half across. And there's just all these pearls. And those ornate like princess type like princess gorgeous. jewelry box. And it style. like pulls up and there is just this little gold clamshell. And it opens and it's a little singing pearl ring that is it's like magically so suspended. And the voice. The voice makes me want to bite somebody. The way that they animated it reminds me of like an animatronic almost, but it's CGI. Oh, hello, Linka. Also, the ring could not shut the fuck up. <laughs>